Rebellions may have just murdered an innocent family. Plus, who are we bringing into the circle? This and a lot of fanfic writing coming up. Are you ready? Let's drink up. Welcome to Pink Milk, where we talk Star Wars queerly. I am your host, Brian, and you, my friends listening, are about to listen to a snippet from our latest live stream, After Dark, from uh, this past Friday in middle of October. Don't remember the date, because you know what? It is now Sunday morning, and um, as you will find out at the close of this conversation, time is a flat circle. So I don't know what's going on anymore. But anyways, <laughs> we had a really great time talking about episode six of Andor, breaking it down with our friend, Greek Heat, a.k.a. Jared, independent comic book store owner. I will link it down below. Please, if you live in the Atlanta area, go visit it because we love Jared. And he brought the heat only way a Greek can. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that. I don't know. <laughs> this show, I have to tell you, is off the rails. My children were off for an entire week for fall break. And um, if you're a parent out there, you know what having three loud, rambunctious boys will do to you, especially when you just returned to work after spending a week in the hospital. I was out of it, and I was off the rails and uh, I apologize to everyone's ear holes that are about to listen to this or everyone that watched it live on Friday. And um, whatever, you know, here you go. Here we go. This is Pink Milk at its best, right? Maybe it's not at its best, but it's Pink Milk nonetheless. So thank you, everyone who tuned in. Remember, we have this upcoming Friday at the time of this recording as our last Friday for the time being as we are moving to Wednesday night live streams at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Times uh, starting October 26th. I'm very excited about this. Uh, Star Wars is not moving back to Fridays. As much as I wish they would, they're double down on Wednesdays, so we are moving so we can get uh, more immediate reactions. And uh, now that the uh, pandemic is um, slowing down a bit and allowing people a little more freedom, um, 
we want to go out on Friday nights sometimes. Well, not me, because I'm a parent with three kids. But, you know, maybe I can have two family movie nights now, Friday and Saturday. That would be amazing. Um, anyways, thank you, everyone, for tuning in, Steam Queens. I love you so much. If uh, you haven't heard, we started a Patreon, and the links to that are down below. If it's something you think you can afford or interested in supporting us here at Pink Milk, helping the show get better, and uh, supporting what we do here i would appreciate it thank you thank you thank you and uh why don't we get into this chaos and i will see you or speak to you as soon as it's over all right drink up i think this was still i think this is actually episode four I think maybe five. It was four or five. And I thought it was going to be somewhat resolved in episode six. It was not. So I want to ask all of you because we didn't talk about it. But when Mon Mothma speaks to Luthen and she wants to bring in this person, like, oh, you want to bring him into the circle or, you know, mm-hmm. who? I'm going to start with Emma because Emma loves to speculate. So <laughs> <laughs> she really doesn't. <laughs> who do we think? Mon Mothma could be wanting to bring in to the rebellion. Because I'm un- in the understanding that the revenge of, of the Sith's deleted scenes are s- kind of canon. Mm-hmm. So she's mm-hmm. already started the rebellion. So she knows Bail because the first second I was like, oh, maybe it's Bail. But if those are canon, he was already there. So he was there from the beginning. Oh, because that was going to be my guess. Mm-hmm. Then I oh, thought no. Leia for a second. Would <laughs> <laughs> you imagine the entire weight of the rebellion lies on Hondo's shoulders? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, uh, Mothma, my lady, how we doing over here? I heard there was an imperial base in <laughs> on Kvar Chris's uh, Avar's seventeenth moon over there, and uh, yeah, <sighs> how much are you gonna pay me to bring these people over? Okay, exactly. <laughs> okay, Hondo, I like that. Chase, who do you think it could be? Okay, well, I have a question. I do not know <gasps> all of my. I'm not like you know. I don't sit in canon as well as other people do. But do we know where Harris and Dula is at this point? Because I kind of love, like, I don't know. Do we know how Hera gets involved with the rebellion? Mm. Is it during? Is like a? Is it a Ryloth thing? Yeah, because like gonna remember, say it's remember, like her parent through her parents, right? I like, I think so, but I also think like between like us seeing Hera and Bad Batch and her kind of like start to be like little Hera in so many ways that we love. Um, I kind of would be like I would. I mean, listen, I'm definitely not right, and I don't know how to answer this question. But my brain immediately went to like Hera because I was like that would just be fun. <laughs> so that's my answer. <laughs> I, I would love take. to see her, and I would love. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like she's like she's like a good general to bring in to like kind of help put everyone together. But okay. I don't know. I kind of honestly hope it's a new character. Not gonna mm. lie, I want a yeah, new person cool to, to stand. Yeah. Well, there is that older gentleman in. I think the teaser trailer, maybe that key, I keep thinking is Chancellor Valorum, but Chancellor Valorum is dead. So oh, I wonder yeah. if it's that person. If it's a new person, uh, okay. 
Oh. Jared, what about you? Are you? Do you like to speculate? Are you a speculator? I think it almost comes with the territory because I'm involved in comic books and pop culture. Uh, I almost okay. always am looking for the end to try and either figure out so I can get ahead of it. Like, what do I need to order? <laughs> because this is going to be a big thing. <laughs> um, so, Chase... Speaking of Hondo, that's the way Hondo might think oh, about fully. it. Oh, <laughs> uh, So, Chase and I are of the same mind on this. I thought it was going to be Hera um, because as much as I would like to think it would be Leia, she's too young for it right now. Thank you for subscribing, Samantha. Yay! I know everybody's on bail watch, but since I want to at least offer up a new option, (laughs) I think it's Saw. Um, I don't know how. I'd be so I don't know how, and I don't know why Mon Mothma mm. would have contact with Saw Gerrera, because that's the big thing. Is like going back to what Chase was saying earlier about Mon Mothma's like thinking that she needs to do more. Like she's she's not above it, but she's from a completely different position. Like mm-hmm. if you look at Mon Mothma and and Leia side by side, I would say Leia is empathetic. She's boots on the ground. She's right there side by side. Mon Mothma is sympathetic. She's like I'll fund mm. the thing and I'll plan it. But that's my role. Everyone has different mm-hmm. roles. So I don't know how that would work, her knowing Saw. Um, but maybe that would be it, especially if she's like kind of tiptoeing around it and Luthen may or may not know his history and his past. So I have no idea. Oh, I like that. I like that. I, I'm going to have two answers. Is that okay? It's your show. We're fine with that. Mm-hmm. Oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> spoken like a mon mothma um okay i think i think it could be again neither of these are going to happen but um i would like it to be enfys and maybe there's hesitation because enfys is like a bounty hunter and what is we can't trust a bounty hunter in the inner Mm -hmm. circle because they're just going to chase the money because we know that she's not a well, she could still be a bounty hunter. I guess they never really said she explicitly said she wasn't a bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. So, but I think that could be very exciting, very cool. Um, I think it could also be, I guess I have three answers. I lied. Um, Jin's dad. Galen. Oh. Galen. Could you imagine? I'd be gooped and gagged. I would like turn off the TV, walk around the block, turn it back on. And start <laughs> yeah. I would yeah. be so blown away. <laughs> walk into the Wouldn't woods. Wouldn't that be great? You can never be seen until I was ready to uh-huh. come to terms with it. <laughs> okay. And the third person that I definitely did not want whatsoever, and this is going to be a shocker, but I did not want it to be Ahsoka. <laughs> Because I really, I, I really hope it's not. Yeah, I, um, really I didn't because we all know how the discourse would go around if it is Ahsoka. Mm. But I do think Ahsoka could play a pivotal role in in the whole thing. And I think because, but this is because I'm seeing the show without hope right now, and we're at the halfway point. So I f- feel like we need to start building it. And I think Ahsoka could bring that hope to everybody, not only as like a Jedi who survived Order 66, but also like that past experience of, of, of things and hope. And Ahsoka always brings hope. So I don't want 
that because I don't know how I feel about live action Ahsoka in general. I um, And also then I'm kind of selfishly wanting it to be Ahsoka because I don't like live action Ahsoka that maybe it's going to be happy, more snippy Ahsoka that we kind of know. And then we're going to still learn why she's not herself, but maybe for we'll get her as herself. Mm. Which is selfish and dumb, but that's kind of what I want. Well, I think so, Hera fulfills that that hopeful role, especially knowing yeah. who she becomes. Um, yep, that I think would would be very different and more fitting for for the show than oh, the lady with the laser sticks showed up again. Yep, to promote her new show coming out in spring. But, but that's also what Hera could do. But then this show feels so separate. Like, okay, that's actually. I want to know how how we we're all responding to this so i did not was not ever expecting to love the mandalorian like i do right because i was like i don't want another mando show then the first time i met palimato mm-hmm. and the the taxi driver guy from the first episode i did not like those characters mm-hmm. i mean i know it's a shocker because palimato is my pansexual queen and i adore her but i did not the first time because they <laughs> feel like different star wars that is like John Favreau's version of Star Wars, and I'm used to it now. And now I, I have learned that the, the character is going to annoy me at the beginning, just like uh, the mayor, the the Domo, right? Was that his? Yep. Is that what he was? Mm-hmm. Did not like that character when first met him, but by God, by the end of that series, I kind of like, oh, you're one of the show's only saving graces because I quite like you and you're adorable. And please come back. <laughs> but, um. Oh my god, I just completely look at that. I went on a side rail. What was I? Oh <laughs> Chase, help me out here. You were talking about I think you were just talking about Hera and Ahsoka and like which one would join the <gasps> oh. show. Yeah, okay. That thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Book of Boba yeah. Fett threw me off just like it always does. Um <laughs> you guys, you don't but need like, another truck <laughs> Um I don't know. I think that would make a lot of people upset. Like I love all the ca- the cameos, but I like the 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 quilt that is the Mandalorian. I live yeah. it for it, but I also understand why people don't. And I am also enjoying Andor not being that. And if we get yeah. any of those other characters that lead into another show, it's going to feel like for me, I I might be a little frustrated because I kind of want Andor to be its its own. And that Star Wars can have both. And if we start mm-hmm. to make it one, I'm worried that we're backtracking on what I feel the rebellion that is growing within LFL. Because it'll be kind of like, we're just one big gal- universe. And I'm like, no. I don't know. That's that's hard, though, because like I get I get like one of the universe to be its own, its own thing. But like if they keep that totally separate, then whatever isn't in the middle, like then like cross like cross mm. characters running into each out into each other is a part of star wars so like yes. it's just i think it's just a fine balance and i think with with us living in the in the mandoverse as long as we did without content really outside of the mandoverse it kind of just got to be a little bit like whoa okay we get it but like and so and so i think it's a natural progression to watch a show like andor and not want that but i think it's just something to chat like i think it's like something to remember is like oh no that that kind of stuff is integral to star wars but we don't want to, but we also like, obviously just don't want to overuse it. Okay. I like that. I like that. I mean, what do you, what I about like you, you, Jared? I, I think, I think one of the things that 
uh, I don't know if Chase explicitly said it or not, but was kind of dancing around. Uh, I think it's about the the quantity of use, mm. not necessarily the quality, though they can go hand in hand. Mm. Like if Hera shows up and we know that she's supposed to be in, a, in Ahsoka as a cross promotional, whatever. Okay. We know that she was in Rebels, whatever, and it can just be a throwaway. Not a throwaway. Nothing has to be a throwaway in Star Wars. It can be, this is the person that Mon Mothma was talking about, and we get that really big spark of hope of we know who this character is, so we now know it means something. Mm. But the back half of the series doesn't need to be Hera's story in Andor. It doesn't need to be a B-plot, because she has her own show. Um, And that would be the same way with ahsoka like when ahsoka showed up in in mandalorian um it was season two um it was just one episode done but then we got mandalorian 2.5 in the middle of book of boba fett and there she was again so that becomes one of those again oversaturized uses oh yeah yeah she didn't need to be there really in old, I was like trying to think back to the the Luke not letting Grogu walk at his own pace and stay with the child when he was like forcing him to walk at Luke's space because Luke doesn't know like, how to parent. I mean, Brian, you are not allowed to talk about <laughs> Book of Fett anymore. That is okay, like we're done. I'm revoking. And 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 honestly, hold on, let me do this. Just before Paul gets mad at me, because I really, <laughs> honestly, I am coming around to Aww. to my little to my little Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming around to my Luke, but you know, Chase was even the one that brought it up, so it's kind of Chase's fault if I talk about. Oh, you're Luke right. It, it's faster. definitely my fault. Yeah, absolutely. That's on me. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Okay, I I like the hair idea, and I like <laughs> that we were saying she can kind of be there, and we can know who she is, but she could just be an extra for that episode if you were anybody else, and then it'll be cool if you see her in a soak and go, oh my god, I just saw her over there. <laughs> I like that idea. Yes, Chaco. Oh, I love this. Oh, people, I love y'all. <laughs> Hi, Darth Chaco, I just joined. Has Brian been canceled yet? Oh yeah, like uh, at least three times. times. Could you believe? Yeah. yeah. Can least you feel the love <laughs> Honestly, Brian, just tell yourself the bigger the star, the bigger the target. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, what a great Lion King reference. Facts. Oh, it wasn't supposed to be, but uh, yeah, it was, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> We're now also a, we take the Disney part of Star Wars and put that as a separate thing. So we are now a Disney and Star Wars podcast. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Even though the Lion King is actually Hamlet, but okay. It is Hamlet. Yeah. Oh, there was no one holding up any skulls and Lion King talking to an empty skull. That that never happened. (laughs) That's not he actually didn't. that important part of Hamlet, but okay. <laughs> there was no alas poor Yorick monologue. <laughs> but there was Whoopi Goldberg. 
I'm sorry. I had to figure out what that one is. I'm so sorry. I didn't know what that one did. And the emoji, just so everyone knows that I'm not insane, the emoji is a cheers. So I thought it was just going to be like a ding, like we were cheersing. But that was my first time okay. pressing the button. And it actually, it doesn't say cheers, it says chant. Um, okay. Chase. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. Hands up. That was not me. That was not me. That was Brian. That was 100% Brian. We're on maximum shenanigans tonight. I love it. All right, Jared. Jared, my friend. Yes. What do you think is coming next? We have a new arc. If we're if we're going in the same order, it's going to be a new arc. We know we're not getting time jumps this season. I think they confirmed that. Um, what if I don't know where we're going to go? I, which is very exciting because it's like there's still some threads from two different arcs now that are left, you know, rolling down the staircase. But I have no idea what the next one is. That didn't work, did it? <laughs> <laughs> all right that what do you think me. what do you think might be what do you think might be coming next jared i'm curious honestly i think this is probably <laughs> going to be the really dark arc because it's going to be very introspective Andor's going to have to wrestle with the fact that oh. people died he tried to help he kind of flirted with the idea of being out and being a rebel and it didn't really work in his favor. So I think he's going to retreat into himself um, and maybe take a few peeks at the manifesto and try to reconcile. What does this mean for me? Who am I? Mm, I I like that. that. And I going off of that, I kind of think it like this arc kind of lends itself to like, I think guys, I'm not an expert on Joseph Campbell. Don't make me be, but I was going to say, it kind of feels like the return doesn't like the hero return to home at some point and feels like he can't fit back into that space. So like casting is going to go back home and he's going to be like, I can't just sit here anymore. And like, or just like, look for my sister. Like, I can't just do that. I kind of have to do a little bit more. And like, he's a changed Mm. person now. So I kind of think it might go back to that sort of part in the hero's journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is what Jared said. But yeah, I like that because this would have been basically <laughs> when he walked out. That would have been his refusal to rise. Right? Is that what is that? There's a term for it, but I think the mm-hmm. refusal to rise or something. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look at that. We sound like an actual Star Wars podcast that might have uh, possibly even read uh, a little bit of uh, Joseph Campbell stuff themselves. Oh, sorry. I'm I'm a huge like. <laughs> D and TTRPG nerd, so stories yeah. and writing and things like that are super important for me. So I'm yep. intimately familiar with story arcs and all right, where yep. where is it going? What are we doing next? It gets a little predictable and wrote from time to time when I'm watching a movie or a show. I'm like, oh, this is yeah. gonna happen next. And okay, then it I was gonna ask about that. I was thinking about that this week because I'm in a D and D campaign, and like I, I was just like kind of thinking about <laughs> stories, and I was like, I was like, does that like because I don't consider myself someone. I don't know if you guys can tell. I'm not like I don't think I have the best score media literacy. I think I'm good enough. You know what I mean? But I don't have a plus. <laughs> and so I was thinking about it, and I was like, if it what like how does it feel? This is not related, Jerry, but like how does it feel to like kind of to have like a lot of knowledge about story, and then like. Mm. I feel like it would be kind of frustrating sometimes. You know what I mean? I'd be like, oh, I'd be like, I, you know, it'd be harder to surprise me. But when it hits, I'm sure it hits. Oh, yeah. And uh, honestly, 
Last Jedi did that for me. I remember oh, I yeah. I was really invested in the story and what was happening. And then the reveal mm. that he wasn't actually there. Like it didn't click to me that nope. uh, the blue saber was previously in Ray and Kylo's possession. And then he's on crate with it. It didn't click. And then I was totally blown away and surprised by that. So it is oh, nice when, that. when a surprise happens. I, that moment in star Wars is one of the best moments in any Star Wars, because you were just there. And I will not for a second believe a single person when they try to out-nerd everybody else. Um, Actually, I saw it right away because Kylo and Rey, you know, you see, like, because no one saw it. We were all so wrapped up into that story, and Luke Skywalker is back. We're like, mother... Oh. <laughs> and then when it happened, you're totally shocked. And you know what? If they but did catch then it, then when great. you see it the second time, you're like, "No, not great," because you're lying. Right. <laughs> 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 With peace and love. Um, <laughs> but like, then when you see it the second time, you're like, "Oh my god, that is so obvious!" Like, how did I wait? It's a blue lightsaber. His shoes didn't make any marks upon. You know what? And it was so obvious. You're like, how did I not see that mm-hmm. before? Which is great storytelling. And that's when you start going, oh, my God, Luke really did do exactly what he told Ray. And he really did face down a thousand adats with just a laser sword and did all of those things and returned freedom to the galaxy. And hope was returned yet again. All in that moment. It was right there. Beautiful. Beautiful. Where was I? I just completely lost control <laughs> of the entire show. Yeah, there we, were we go. Talking about what's oh. next? What's the next arc yep. going to be? Okay. Well, a little less next time for myself. That's what's going to happen. A little less next time. Chase, what do you think is next? Um, I I kind of like I I agree, I agree with Jared. I think he's just going to go home, and I think it's going to be like pretty gnarly contemplation. I think it's going to be really interesting to see how he treats the manifesto specifically. I think he's going to like really not. I think it's going to be a really weird, painful reminder for him. I think he'll use it as a coaster before he decides to <laughs> open it up. Oh. But I think by the third episode in this arc is when we're going to see him really sort of like start reading that book. And by the way, I have started reading. <laughs> a higher public book again because i couldn't not read a book about jedi cult let me not like forest cult users like i had to buy it so i'm back on my bullshit with pretending i can read but i'm pretty i'm, I'm doing pretty <laughs> good. chapter four I'm pretty good okay. you know <laughs> anyway actually you know what chase what you could do now that yeah. you're uh you and jared are the new higher public stands of this well, year jared show, has see? been <laughs> <laughs> but chase what do we always say here at pink milk you could have been a Star Wars fan 43 years ago, oh, right. or you could become oh. a Star Wars fan in six months from now. Doesn't make you any less of a Star Wars fan than the other person. So you know what, yep. Chase? You are just as big of a High Republic fan. Yep. <laughs> um, but what you could do with that newfound fandom in High Republic is join the Patreon, because there, on our Discord, there is some very lively chats with a lot of High Republic fans mm-hmm. on that very Discord. Yep. One of the perks from for joining our Patreon. Yep. 
<laughs> oh my god, that was not me. That was not me. <laughs> my hands are up. Well, here. that was that was how good that delivery was. It was just like one smooth. It was like a dad joke of Mark. Yeah, and, and then a soft sixty second pause before the airport. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the dad part of it. How do I do this again? <laughs> Oh gosh. Emma, what about you? What do you think might be coming next in this next bit? And then I Steam think... Queens, give us some questions if you want some questions before we sign out for tonight. I think the next arc belongs to the baddies. I think it belongs to Dedra and Cyril. Yep. No. Response oh to, the, oh. to the tragedy. Yeah, what? well, and also Dedra is still on the still on the trail of who stole her stuff. Mm. So Yeah. What was my uh, problematic hot ginger bear boyfriend's name? Tim. I forget. Oh, I... Not oh, Tim. Tim. He, he was my other one. No, the the no. cop. Yeah. My ginger bear. The my Scottish ginger bear. ginger bear. I love that you're calling that. Oh. Perfect. Uh, I find it's my new, it's my sequel trilogy trope, actually, as a Star Wars fan. <laughs> uh, just find the bears of every episode and attach myself to them and want to marry them. <laughs> Saints Brian's relationship with the sequel trilogy. <laughs> um, yeah. What were you going to say, bud? Sorry. Me? Mm-hmm. Oh no. I was just agreeing about, you know, oh. find the hottest one. Just you're my new pair. You're my new character now. <laughs> okay. I like that. I like that. Any questions, Steam Queens? Any questions? Uh, can I just say, Al said yeah. something so funny. Um, <laughs> they wrote, Nemec saying, I wrote about you last night. Top 10 <laughs> gayest Star Wars moment. Yes. I thought the same thing. When he was like, I wrote about you last night. I literally, like, I literally paused and I was like, gay? That was so gay. I love oh it. It's God, a Star Wars equivalent of, can I draw you? It was that. It was absolutely <laughs> that. Absolutely. And you know the best part is? Andor's going to read what he had to write, write about it. Maybe. Maybe. You guys, did we just discover a gem? <laughs> that might be something to look forward to. Nandor. <laughs> Nandor. What about Nandor? Brian, don't bring Nandor into this. No, that's the no, ship. Oh, I Nemec forgot. And Andor. That's the ship. Nemec and Andor. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, my friend. Thank you. I'm not ready for that ship name. <laughs> My gay vampire brain can't take it. Oh, there we go. Linus Mosk. Mm. So damn sexy. Oh, that's what I was going to say. My ginger bear. And then I got. Oh, yes. Back to your ginger I got, bear. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I got too steamy and. My poppers hit, and then I kind of forgot what I was doing. Um, we see in the teaser trailer, because I just rewatched it. Because someone in our Discord was talking about Mon Mothma showing a, uh, like, she was talking to a lady somewhere. So I was like, oh, my God, maybe that was the mom and the child that we thought, are they murdered? Are they not murdered? Mm. Did Sinta pull the trigger? Did she not? I was like, oh, my God, what if she joined the rebellion? And mm. now she's going to be kind of uh, a little spy in the Empire. Mm. Um, which would be, that would be so great. That'd be great. Um, but I saw in the teaser trailer. That my ginger bear is coming out of an Imperial shuttle, I think, with an Imperial suit on. So mm-hmm. he clearly got his job back somehow. Because mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I don't think cereal's coming back, y'all. Cereal. Yeah. 
Oh my god, do you think they wrote that scene or like we're just gonna no, name this character cereal? I don't yeah, think yeah. it was, I don't know. <laughs> cereal with um, blue milk. Oh, hold on. Thank you, Allison. Earlier, I can do it. Um, actually, that cereal is not a Galaxy's Edge exclusive because it was the 2020 Troll World Tour World Tour movie promotion with tricks. So there were tricks. Oh, that's really good to know. It's thank you, so, thank you, Allison, through Reddit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, I don't think the I don't think the 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 book though the manifesto. Going back to that real quick, like I don't think he's going to read it this season. I think he'll either read it in between season one and two, or we'll see him crack it open because I think that's going to be the thing that really changes him. And I think if he changes this season. Oh my god. <gasps> what if Andor starts changing and becoming a better person when he comes stumbles upon a one-time Imperial security droid and he reprograms him to be kind and, all, and at the same time he's growing oh. with little K2SO in that season too. <laughs> what did I just do? I think I just made possibly the sweetest after dark stream in history between Nandor and a beautiful like <laughs> like coming of age story between K2 and Cassian. Well, you remember K2's last words to the rebels, right? It was climb. It was climb. Climb. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that climb. was so beautiful. Oh, M sent that to us right earlier this week. Oh my god, it was great. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love K2. Me too. Yeah. Don't you want to see a coming of age story now for season two? Yeah, I think you should write it. I think we're starting your AO3 tonight. That's the vibe I'm getting, Brian. I think <laughs> yeah, after the stream, we're, we're signing you up for that. AO3. The droplets are are dropping. Yep. Okay. Travels. Okay. Well, Travels. the first Excuse thing. Me, okay. I tried so hard. Fanfic, fanfatal, M. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the first thing that I'm going to travel is I'm going to use my AO3 fan fan fiction story to prove L3 right and say that droids and humans it works. Okay. Oh, sure. I love that. That's kind of yes. a plot twist, but I love that. I, I love that. You know. This you is what Andor is for. You should see the way Andor can twist mm-hmm. in my fic. Yep. Look, if you want Andor to <laughs> twist, you can write about him twisting. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, hold on. Chaco had a question. What if Bodhi Rook <clears throat> reads the manifesto and maybe that's what turns him? Oh wow! I love that idea so much, oh so much. What if, what if Bodhi Rook is the one that she wants to bring into the circle? I think he, I think he's no. too. We're a little I think far he's out like from that, I think a little far oh. out, and also he probably would be like pretty, like in the Empire, if anything. Right? He would be pretty for sure. Yeah. Oh, he is pretty, girl. He he's is pretty. <laughs> he is pretty. <laughs> I would like okay, yeah, them, I like that. I would like to see them broadcast the manifesto, <laughs> kind of like what they do in Rebels. Oh my god, that'd be so great. I effing love that because I want a little echo to an animated series and continue to bring that in. And I also just thought of the best. I'm gonna get my air horn ready. <laughs> The best marketing tie-in that we could do 
with the broadcasting of a manifesto. Y'all, <laughs> we could put that broadcast in motherfucking Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine how effing amazing it would be to put an entire massively important plot point in a game? Brilliant. People are probably not going to see the movie because they're going to be playing that game (laughs) at all hours of the evening. They're not playing it. They're watching it on YouTube. Not just one play, not just two plays, <laughs> not just three plays. This is coming from a very specific <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, someone hurt you. Someone is playing a lot of Fortnite in your home, and you need nope. to let something out. <laughs> you know what hurt me? Those goddamn V-Bucks. What the hell? That I... Well, Chase, let me tell you. Maybe <laughs> this could also be in that broadcast. We could broadcast to the parents how to properly use V-Bucks and to make sure that video game systems are cross-promotional or whatever. <laughs> Anyways, V-Bucks are the thing that you buy, like get your costumes and levels and all that. Okay. But what they don't tell you is that you are guaranteed to have an angry, manifesto-throwing dad cursing away because he's had to reset email passwords three times or he's had to do this because adding V-Bucks is very difficult. And you have other children going, Daddy! Daddy, you gotta... I need them! I need them! You don't understand! The new season is here! I have to... Oh, the new season passed! Let's see... Oof. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anywho. I, <laughs> I like the idea, Jared, of Broadcasting Bodhi Rook, reading the manifesto, premiere it, maybe only play it on Fortnite. (laughs) And then we can just start season two with Bodhi Rook walking in and like, bitch, I've always been here. Always. I had contingency plans. Just always been here. Oh, okay. And then we don't care. Anymore, the rest of the movie. And then we come back and somehow he has Wonder Twin powers activate and can shoot lightning and have a new costume. It's like... It was the Star Wars equivalent of Marvel's magic folding masks that come in and out of everywhere. does not matter what culture you come from or part of the world. Your costumes look the same. It has all the same This has to be titled Brian just like... Just like writing fanfiction live <laughs> episode, the, the amount of pontificating you have done. <laughs> you even think about about Fortnite. It's a crossover. It's a crossover. Thing. It's a Fortnite fanfiction. Oh my god! <laughs> you know what this episode could be called? No. Brian's children were on a week of vacation, and it's the end of the week. Oh, poor Brian. <laughs> I oh, think that nah, might nah. be what it is. Oh, my God. I would love Sorry, my Jared. Mind. <laughs> I'm here. Look, I would have either been here for it or on the chat for it. So. <laughs> either way, you're here, and this is awesome, and we're all having a good time. That's the important yeah. thing. <laughs> Listen to Will. 
it's 2022 and we're still talking about Fortnite. still angry about tross time is is a flat circle <laughs> oh my god i that was very funny <sighs> And we're back. I hope you enjoyed that. I don't know how it went to anybody else, but I had a great time. <laughs> I think the rest of us had a really good time. Uh, there's a few references to fanfic writing in this. Uh, you can see the whole episode there on YouTube at Pink Milk Podcast, where, I don't know, again, I was writing love letters between Cinta and Vel because, thank God, they're there. Uh, I brought up Fortnite here. So if you're interested in seeing the whole thing and hearing about Jared and his relationship with Star Wars and how he was introduced, that's at the beginning of that YouTube video. So head on over to Pink Milk YouTube and uh subscribe if you haven't already make sure to like all of the videos just spend like 10 minutes and just click videos and hit the like button because it really does help with the algorithm also uh about half of you that listen on a regular basis have left us a review on apple podcasts and about a quarter of you who listen with semi-regularity have left us an Apple review. Um, it really, really, really helps us in the recommendations, and I would really appreciate it if you're listening to this now and you haven't left an Apple, to an Apple iTunes review to please do so. Give us a five-star. Tell us how much you like us. If we're a four-star, give us a four-star, too. Two and below. You know what? You're not going to listen to us anyway, so don't do that. But uh, it really does help get us into more ears and as much fun as we have. I also think we have a lot of important things to say sometimes, or we try to. And even when we're not having important things to say, I think we laugh a lot. And um, I know all of you do too, so I appreciate that so, so much. Make sure to follow Jared and all of us on the Twitters and the Twitches over there with Jared. Again, all of those links are going to be down below. And um, you know what? Until next time, you can follow me and the show at Serving Pink Milk. Send us an email at servingpinkmilk at gmail.com. And until the next one, everyone, thank you, thank you, thank you, and drink up.